August 31st, 2021. I'm Eva Feaster, and I'm interviewing my father, Tadeo Feaster, for my Humanities Family History Project. So I'd like to start by asking you a few questions about your childhood. Sure. Where'd you grow up? That sounds great. So I grew up in, in Nogales, Arizona. It's a small little um, border town that also borders Nogales, Sonora. Tell me about some of your favorite childhood memories. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my dad is a veterinarian, retired veterinarian, mm-hmm. and he had a little animal hospital, and our house was like next door, right? So I grew up both in this little wooden house um, and then the animal hospital next door. And so that was really cool because I spent tons of time in the animal hospital. But we also used to go on all our vacations to a little town in Mexico and Sonora on the Gulf of California called Puerto Libertad, mm. where my dad and a group of friends had a small, it wasn't that small actually, it was, it was like a brick house, like 50 yards off the beach. Yeah, the Seri Indian tribe, the Comcac, would also live in that little town and camp in this huge arroyo near our house. And since my dad was a vet and his friends were doctors and stuff, they would treat the Konkak. They So they became friends with some of the elders. And the Konkak community has known me since I was a little child. The Konkak have a traditional name for me. I don't really know how to pronounce it that well, but it, it really means he who makes little trails underwater. That's so cool. Because they used to see me like always in the water. like. Pepe and Cajajo, which is he who makes little trails. El que hace caminos abajo del mar. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was cool. That's so cool. So yeah. Libertad was my favorite trips. But the animal hospital was cool. Yeah. I was in charge of the cat room. Oh, okay. To clean the cat cages and, and take the cats to surgery and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, they didn't like it. They would attack you and crawl up your back and on your head and oh your face. And what was one of the craziest stories that you remember? It's like two. I can't remember like two. Like one was so we had a trail bike like you pull start this little motor and it was like this little and I took I was like your age mm-hmm. 12 a little younger than you probably 11 12 and I, I would take the thing up the beach and then I decided to go farther this day so I went way farther. I went way up this dirt road and along this really remote coastal road on the way to Puerto Lobos. And then the chain came off, the, 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 the trail bike. Oh, and yeah. I couldn't put the chain back on. But I was really far away. The, the adults figured out where I was and they came in their off-road vehicles and they found me. Rumble. But also I gotta say that uh, my tia Panchita, the woman that raised me, she was like my nanny. Mm. So she like took care of me all the time from mm-hmm. when I was born. So being with her was good memories too because she was really kind and loving. Oh, so did you grow up speaking Spanish? Well, Panchita didn't speak English. Okay. So I was like the primary translator um, between like all the rest of the family that didn't speak very much Spanish. So I did grow up fully bilingual. Mm. I probably spoke fluent Spanish before fluent English. Wow. Tell me a little bit about your parents and how your relationship was with them. So they both were fully immersed in the animal hospital, Mm -hmm. like 24 Mm seven. So they worked hard. 
in yeah. a lot. Like my mom was always at the hospital. My dad was at the hospital. My dad was also for a while the director of the Santa Cruz County Health Department. Oh wow! Human Health Department. Huh. And he had another job at the Greyhound Racing Park in Amato hmm. as the veterinarian on call. So my dad had like three jobs. Oh, wow. So my dad basically, I saw him like at breakfast, if I was at the animal hospital, at dinner, but then nowhere in between. Oh, okay. Because he would go from the animal hospital to the racetrack. Oh, okay. Well, what was your schooling experience when you were like, when you were a child? Oh, that's a good question. So I went to um, this little uh, kinder Mm -hmm. next to Lincoln School. Oh, cool. Then I went to Lincoln Elementary, and that was rough. Mm-hmm. I really didn't like fit into a traditional school scenario, mm-hmm. so I would get like bullied and stuff. Okay. Then I went to Nogales High School. Oh, okay, how was that experience for you? Was it better for you? Yeah, yeah, it was great. I can't oh, say bad. I did very well in school, but <laughs> yeah. I had a great time. Yeah, tell me about your favorite story with your friends from that school. Your favorite story when you were a teenager. So we go to the crack or Fat Man's Misery. <laughs> and it was, uh, it's a creek that is cut through a little hillside, oh. creating a crack that's anywhere from three to like eight feet wide. Oh, wow. And when it's flowing, it's a waterfall at the end. Somebody had dammed it up there. Wow. And then it pours into the crack. Wow. And then it flows through the crack. But, and it's hard rock on the walls yeah but when it's off season and not raining it's these stagnant nasty pools of water with dead things floating in them so we had this game that we would play you'd have to make your way through fat man's misery (laughs) and the way you did is you had a foot on either wall and hands on either wall oh wow and you would have to scale across (laughs) the pools of water and if you fall in one, it's super nasty. Ooh. And then two, then you're slippery. Oh. So then getting back on the wall is tough. And sometimes <laughs> you just have to wade through it all. Oh, till the end. no. So we would go there and we would have a blast. What was your college experience like? Well, the college story ends up lasting a long time. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't end till 2006. Oh, okay. But it starts in 1986. And so it started bad because my dad just figured that I was going to, he wanted me to go to a certain school, Mm -hmm. have a certain major. So he enrolls me in this college, Fort Lewis College in Durango. Mm. And it just so happens Durango outdoors is awesome. Right away, school was really hard. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't up to the challenge at all, nor was I mature enough to even be up to that challenge. So I just started hanging out with these great folks and going hiking a lot, mountain biking. Okay. And then realized that I better withdraw before my dad lost all his tuition money. Mm -hmm. So I bailed while he could still get some sort of refund. Okay. And then I moved back to Tucson and got a job at a Hollywood Records and Tapes. But I also started going to school again, kind of. Okay. Well, my mom was a graduate student at the U of A, and she was signed up for this six-week field course in Baja. Oh, wow. With Dr. Donald Thompson. And her mom got really ill before the trip. Mm -hmm. And she asked 
the teacher if I could go in her place. Oh, wow. Even oh. though I wasn't even a student at the U of A. Yeah. And he said, because I spoke Spanish, he said, I experienced it in the Gulf of California. Yeah. I was like, you know, I was, I was kind of really athletic too. Yeah. Like triathlon-y kind of stuff. Yeah, with all the adventure. So I was really fit. And outdoor like that way. Yeah. So like... And the Spanish. So Thompson went for it. Mm-hmm. So I went on this, this nine-week, eight-week trip to Baja in the summer. Oh, wow. It starts in June. Wow. And I met all these grad students Yeah. that forever changed my life. Like Wayne Von Voorhees, who I worked for two years after that. But then I went on the 90 trip, mm-hmm. the 91, the 93, and the 94. Okay. So I went on five summer trips with Thompson in the end. I was like a te- teaching assistant. Okay. And like a snorkeling specialist and stuff. You... Then I ended up at Prescott College. Okay. In, in uh, 1989, the fall of 89, Wayne, Wayne sent wow. me to Prescott College. Then it started the whole Kino Bay chapter. Okay. The field station chapter. Tell me about what influenced you wanting to move to Kino. Well, I mean, so being in Libertad when I was little, I could see the islands, mm-hmm. like Angel, where you went last summer. Mm-hmm. I could see Puerto Refugio. I could see the point of the, and I was like, always wanted to go there, but my dad had no interest in boats or going out on the ocean mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So I, I did, but I never got that fulfilled. Yeah. So the minute the 86 trip happened, the rest was how do I get back? to the Gulf and Baja and how do I explore all the islands. Wow. And ultimately, between then and now, because we're still exploring the islands, I've been to every Gulf California island except Seralvo. Wow. And there's like 900 of them, but I haven't been to all the tiny ones. But I've been to all the major islands. I've snorkeled most of the major islands. I've been exploring them for my whole life. That's so amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing some of your life experiences with us. Yeah, it was great. It was my pleasure. Thank you for the interview. That was pretty awesome. Thank you. Well, have a wonderful day. You too.